Hey guys, welcome to the Built Lean Podcast. I'm Mark Perry, the creator of Built Lean, which helps busy men with demanding careers get lean, strong, and functionally fit with exceptional vitality. And so for the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of busy men in over 80 countries improve their health and well-being with our free articles and videos and through our flagship Built Lean Transformation Program. And so today I have Fareed Hashemi with me. And Fareed is a health and fitness coach based in LA who uses primarily bodyweight training, natural foods, and the mind to help his clients systematically reach their goals and achieve an optimal state of well-being. As one of the first 25 instructors to be certified in the Wim Hof Method in the US, he trained his mind and body by meditating in sub-zero waters, doing barefoot hikes over ice-covered terrain, and climbing the 5,500-foot frozen Mount Snezhka wearing only swimming trunks. So I was searching uh, for people to talk to regarding cold water immersion and came across Fareed. And in my opinion, he has reached a totally different level of fitness. We're talking top 1% of 1% of 1%. Uh, he does one-arm pull-ups, high-level gymnastics, exercises like unassisted handstand push-ups. And I'm thinking, wow, this guy is impressive. So I'm excited to have this conversation with Fareed and pick his brain about cold water immersion health and performance. So with that said, thanks so much for joining Fareed. Hey, thanks so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. Very cool program you have going on out here. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. So uh, first off, how did you get into making fitness your career and training others to improve your health and well-being? To be honest, that was just a a choice that was, um, was a combination of a couple of things. Uh, I was in the financial industry at first, you know, working at uh, JP Morgan Chase, and I wasn't very happy. It was taking me away from basketball in particular. Uh, I was just kind of defeated and beat after work, that nine to five grind with not much end in sight. And uh, anyways, so I was looking for a way out. And, um, you know, everyone that had known me from just working out at the gym, I was like a 24-7 kind of person, 365 at the gym, doing the things that we were talking about earlier that led to some of my dysfunction earlier on, gave me a great strength and great um discipline let's say lots of the good character traits from working out consistently but also you know led to some negative things at at the same time but long story short i was just really strong i was really uh i was really into it and so a lot of people were like hey you should be a personal trainer and uh so i always thought you know there's no money in that it's too much of a grind i don't want to be doing that i just want to go and you know collect my paycheck so to speak um but you know being miserable enough and that collecting a paycheck job i eventually uh, started doing that. I just started to gain my certification. Um, I worked, then I, uh, got a job at Equinox and that was like the pinnacle of training back in the day for me. You know, that was like, I was intimidated even being there, uh, you know, and the education there was really high. The, some of the people that were there were really great trainers, especially at that time. They had phenomenal education, you know, there was animal flows, all this kind of shit that, you know, like my base level of training was, um, I couldn't wait to expand. And uh, anyway, so from there, I, uh, you know, I started working for myself after a little bit of time because uh, it never works out for me in corporate America or just in, in, in a, you know, standard kind of setting. It, you know, I can't follow the, the bureaucracy and the rules in the same way, you know, about I'm about effectiveness, whatever the method is of effectiveness. It doesn't matter what words I use, if I cuss, if I dress this way or that way. I prefer to just keep it myself, keep a very honest, direct environment, 
have a good connection and get right to the root of what we're trying to get to. All right. If you can hear the words that I'm speaking, you can understand what I'm saying, then we'll go somewhere far. If you're about the image and you're about going through some dance, some, you know, drama in life, I'm probably not the person for you. You know, I just don't cater myself to that way. I don't play the game like that. So that gets me a lot of good results, man. You know, I don't fit everyone for sure, but, you know, I'm kind of now known over the years as, you know, that hidden dojo in the hills where if you want to get your body fixed, if you have an issue that you can't solve or, you know, you want to go to the next level, quote unquote, you know, you can come check me out over here at Emotion Training. Um, but one of the things is that I, I wasn't in going to physical therapy school also. So I went all the way through, got my prereqs done, got straight A's wow. for the first time in my life. Yeah. After like a seven or eight year break from, uh, you know, from college. So I graduated in 2007. And like I say, in business marketing, um, you know, wasn't my field, obviously. And so seven or eight years later, after the Equinox gig, I was like, all right, well, this doesn't work out for me anywhere. So I need to just sort this out on myself. I'm going to go to school and I'm going to, you know, correct my life, so to speak. Take the high road so I can get that diploma and then people will come and pay me. They feel OK. They're gonna, I'm just not going to have to work for my money. I'm not going to have to hustle, quote unquote. I never believed in hustling. Never liked it. And then, um, so to speak. So basically, uh, I, I did it. I did really well. And this is where the Wim Hof method comes in. So. Um, as I did my applications for school, like I said, I got strained A's for the first time at Park College. It was like very good. Did really well on my, you know, uh, whatever, the GRE or something. Did like as good as I could have done, right? And every school rejected me. Every school rejected me without even giving me a look, even though they said, uh, and it was all because my prerequisite GPA when I was at CSUN was low. So long story short, they didn't buy a look at my new stuff, even though they told me they would. They denied me and I got pissed. You know, and and one of these uh, I was working at a small gym called Fitwall at the time. And one of these nights, uh, you know, hanging out with my boy, we would watch documentaries on the baddest warriors in the world or, you know, uh, planet Earth. Some some of the cool documentaries are out there. But in particular, we were at that time we were into like watching about Navy SEALs, Spetsnaz, whatever, all these warriors that had this training regimen to go through. Right. Like French foreign legionnaires, these guys to see what the body goes through, what it can tolerate, how they're training people to be resilient. You know, it's just to see what's up. Very intriguing, very cool stuff. And then one day, uh, my boy shows me the Wim Hof Method documentary that was on Vice. It had like 10,000 views at the time. There's like no views on it. So we watch this shit and you see this fucking old man over here, this crazy old man take a, you know, a, interview a skinny interviewee from vice and some girl interviewee and he you know takes them on this entire journey that i went through right and long you've seen the thing i'm sure anyone that hasn't seen it go check it out it's pretty inspiring and pretty mind-blowing to see it especially at that time before you knew about it that this dude just took any random person out there and train them to be resilient with the cold train them to use their body the mind train them to heal and these people are like you know, I'm reading their bio language and they're not bullshitting about their experience. So, wow, it's fucking cool. This dude's like real life superhero Wolverine, you know? So my friend that night, after he watched these, signed up for this thing. He signed up for the expedition. That was in 2015, before there was a Wim Hof Method certification. Then, uh, you know, I kind of like, like I said, I had gotten denied or at the time I was waiting for my denials, I should say. I was waiting for my denials. So I had done all my stuff. And I had some free time on my hands. 
So I was like, yo, I'm going to hop in this. So I bought my ticket. And in, in uh, December 2015, I went out to Poland. And that's when we did the Wim Hof Method regular kind of winter expedition. You know, and at that time, it was really cool because it was only 25, 26 of us living at Wim's, uh, you know, Big Bear or Winter House in Poland. Yeah. In like uh, around, you know, Mount Śnieżka. So we, there was a Mount Olympus that where now a lot of people are going to stay at. And then there was the house. We were all living with dude and with Anom. And, you know, it was a really cool experience just being with the family. And like for me, being in that tribe community and stuff like that it was very dope. And uh, I was for sure one of the worst people, if not like I would say like top five to 10 worst people with the cold, especially initially. I was probably like top five worst with the cold. Like first day, uh, you know, we went into the that same waterfall. It's in the Vice documentary. It's behind his house. So that first day um, we went out to take a dip and just check it out, just to feel it and to relax, just to let it feel us, right? And uh, it's okay, it's all good. Yeah, so, you know, people were going in, climbing, going over these rocks, you see it's like a rocky little waterfall, and then they go in and chill in there. Some people are doing okay, they're able to chill, whatever, and they come out. Man, I'm telling you, when I traversed those rocks, I was already freezing, you know, and then I put my feet and my legs, like my shins touched the water and they went into the water and it was like the most excruciating, fucking debilitating, shocking, electrifying pain I'd ever felt. I didn't even think there was pain like that possible, man, to be real. It was like straight to my bones, like straight to my shins. Like it was almost like I felt all the damage of all the years of trauma to my lower leg in an instant, you know? And so it was like, oh, shit, I'm either going to be a bitch and like not make it through this thing or I'm going to perhaps be risking my life here. This is a real deal thing. I was like, it was humbling. You know, I was judging this interviewee and the and the girl for oh, if they can do it, I can do it type of shit because I'm, you know, trainer, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm resilient. I've been doing this stuff, but that's not the way it works, really. You know, as a matter of fact, you learn that when you do cold therapy, that a lot of times the guys... And I do say guys that are that have the most to like prove or that are most in their head are the ones that have the most difficulty with that cold water. You Interesting, know? Man. And so, no, I really appreciate the overview. And, and by the way, I, I, I didn't mention I did the Wim Hof in 2016 as workshop. Oh, cool. And, but I haven't done the cold plunges regularly. And I want to talk about that. Um, but I did it in 2016 with my brother. I actually brought my brother over who's 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 much more resilient with the cold now. Like it, it, it is it's definitely a mindset shift. Um, so uh, it was really cool. I met, I met Wim Hof and it was kind of right before he blew up, you know, and became like super famous. Right. Right. <laughs> so, uh, that's cool, man. And so for people listening, they're like this whole cold therapy might be like, what, what, what is he, what is he talking about? So like, number one, what is it and how does it relate to your fitness journey and you becoming like, I mean, dude, some of the stuff you're doing is superhuman, seriously. Like, can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So since you touched on, I, I should say this. So if we're talking about Wim Hof method, I should mention like the most important part I would say is the breathing and the mindset. Okay. That's, that's like, I know that everyone likes, and I, I hope I'm not hijacking your podcast or derailing yeah. 
are doing this, but I want you to know the truth, okay? Everyone likes to the flash of the cold uh, emerging, you know, or the or the cold exposure, okay? That's the hot shit, you know? <laughs> that's the hot shit is the cold training, you know? But listen, that's that's for Instagram and stuff. The stuff is definitely powerful. But, yo, breathing and mindset is the unique part of the Wim Hof method. It's those three pillars, breathing, mindset, cold exposure that makes this a powerful thing that kind of makes me what I am or that helps me become what I am. Right. It's not just doing the cold, you know um, you know, I would say it's a big part of it too. Don't get me wrong. That can by itself do a lot for you too. But anyone that's done the method the right way knows that this is like, you know, multiplied by doing the technique the right way. Okay. Right? So, and very deep into it. Okay. And so, you know, can you start with, I guess, the breathing, like, what does that look like? And how do you implement that? And by the way, just to, and if, as if I understand correctly, you do the breathing before the cold therapy, right? Right. That's okay. the ideal time to do it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So anyways, um, like, can you just talk a little bit more about, you know, what does the breathing look like and, and, and how to do it? Yeah. So to be honest, I'm not sure if I can show you the breathing. I think they prefer to have that um, directed to them. I'm just saying do a short, quick round just because I think it's not a big deal. All right. So we're, we're going to do one full round. Okay. Which has three parts. The first part is the breathing part, the actual act of breathing. Okay. So that's like what I call like balloon breathing, where you're really expanding and breathing in 100%. Okay. And then you're just going to let it collapse. So your, your lungs and your body is elastic. So once you blow it up, right, it wants to come back. So you're not going to force it out by forcing air. You're just going to let it naturally come back. And right before it comes back to that halfway point, that comfortable place that me and you are sitting at, you take another breath again to fully in. So it just keeps repeating like this. It never comes down to that relaxed state that we're in right now. That's the first part of it, balloon breathing. Okay. Second part, I'm going to exhale to that neutral point that we were discussing. Now with uh, the neutral amount of air in my body, I'm going to hold my breath. This is called exhale retention. So I just hold my breath as long as possible in a comfortable, safe environment. You know, all that stuff. Right. I shouldn't have to specify these things, but let's make sure that we're, we're being smart about it. So this is the kind of shit you can do that, especially being new to it, you can pass out for a little bit of time and you want to make sure that you don't have something to bounce your head off of or, or anything else. You're not going to drown in a pool, et cetera, et cetera. So going back to the technique now, st second stage is exhale retention. I breathe out to normal. And I'm going to hold as long as possible. Flat line. This is like inter internal interoception, empty mind, empty body. Just this is the meditative part. When I feel the urge for another breath, part three, deep inhale, fully inhale and hold for about 10 seconds. So it looks like this. This is one round. That would suffice to be one round. It looks like this. I'm gonna do the, the number of balloon breaths or the time of balloon breaths can range, okay? We're gonna just do a short five, okay? So that you can understand what it works like, okay? All right, so here we go. By the way, is it through your, it's through your mouth, right? You can go through your nose too. 
Okay. But going through your nose is restricted for most people, like especially for myself. So you're going to have this more restrictive, slower, more effortful kind of breath. Okay. Right, right, right. I, I, I don't want it to deter. Everything else we do is through the nose. Everything else, everything else, exercise, everything else, we counteract it. Here, that's not the goal here. Here, the goal is to get to this place as easy and as quick as possible. So breathe through your butthole, breathe through your ear hole, breathe through your nose hole, breathe through whatever hole is most open, all holes at the same time. That's what Wim says, seriously. Like, that doesn't matter, you know? Just make it easy. I find it that for most people, you know, that part being a restriction takes you away from it. Also, if you can't sit up straight and it's difficult for you, that also takes away from it. It's better to lie down, right? If you don't have good mobility. Right. So like people are going to try to sit meditative posture, but if it's so difficult that it takes away from your full breathing or your experience, then you fuck it up. You know, it's too hard. By the way, I've done the uh, so Wim Hof has a free 10 minute breath work on YouTube. And it's, it's a similar it's basically this is what you're talking about. Right. So I'm thinking maybe we can just set, I can just include it on the article and then people can just do it and see what it's like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah cool. I've, I've done it. I've done it a bunch. I've done it a decent amount. Um, and it's just, it's just 10 minutes. It's kind of like a, um, a light version of some of the deeper stuff he does. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So what is the deal with the breathing? Why, why, why would, why would you want to do this? All right. So there's a few things, right? So number one is the most important thing is the mental clarity focus. And this is the mind shift. That's just the best part. All right. Like I put it like this. Okay. We know the power of our subconscious. If you don't, you should know about that. Okay. We know that our monkey brain, our conscious mind gets in the way of our potential, our limit all the time from different levels. You know, some people are way limitless. Some people are more limited. There's a range. All right. But for to some degree, meditation and all this shit that we do is to chill the monkey mind, chill your, uh, you know, unhealthy thoughts, right? Unproductive thoughts and be more present, right? So the most important thing is like, it is the best, easiest, fastest, most powerful way to get into that state for anyone. Just how else can I make it simple? But to say like, yo, you struggle with meditation, you struggle with clearing your mind, you struggle with your emotions, you struggle with a bunch of mental shit. Okay. You don't have a clear mind. You don't have space. You don't have X, Y, and Z. You need some time to just fucking let go. You want to get into Shavasana, you want to chill the fuck out, you want to tap in, you want to understand, you want your brain to go away and your body and your subconscious to come out and be like, ah, this is what we need right here. We need X, Y, and Z. Yeah, you see, you understand what I'm talking about, right? Like, you know that, like, no one gets that, no one gets that time, you know, even if it's in our field, even if it's my thing, you know, like, you just don't allow yourself that time. So doing this thing gives you that space. Simple. Cool. Let's just keep it at that. You know the value of how valuable that space is. Whether it gives you a 10 to 20 minute nap because you're so fucking tired and you haven't been able to let go or you get a clear mind or it gives you an idea about your work or it frees you from some shit you're holding on to, or it helps you with an injury, or it helps you gain perspective. It helps, yeah, yeah, yada, 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 yada. You know, like you know the value of that alone in mental clarity. That alone. De-stressing and resetting, you know the value of that alone. Now, we also have what's going on physiologically with the body as well. Doing this shit. What are we doing here, man? 
you know, I mean, I'm not going to go into the details of it, but let's just, that's for, that's for you guys to come and check me out. What's I'm being for real. This is a different maker of what's going to absorb into someone and make them do it and learn how to do it and tweak it versus just uh, the techniques out there, man, it's for free. Like you said, it's out there. There's millions of videos, right? But how do you make things applicable? How do you get deeper? How do, why is it that like, I understand the body a little bit more and can get more out of it. Right. You know, this insight, right. This kind of understand this kind of practice needs that. Cool. Or else it's very superficial, you know, that's I, why whole therapy itself is just a superficial part, man. It's the part that looks good. Oh yeah. It heals me. Yada, yada. But dude, I'm telling you the breathing is the most important, part. I'll give you the most bang for your buck is the breathing. Right. And physiologically, like I say, what are we doing? We're changing heart rate variability. We're going a fight or flight, rest and relax, fight or flight, rest and relax. We're training with uh, low carbon dioxide in the body. We're training, um, we, you know, we're, we're getting insight into the body. We're changing uh, circulation, we're improving circulation, respiration, right? Your chemical, your biochemistry is changing, right? I mean, you have a host of physiological things. You're, you know, you're increasing your uh, anti-inflammatory hormone, decreasing your inflammatory protein. Uh, you know, I think it's even shown to like improve your immune system, white blood cells. I mean, it's got like, like I say, and that a lot of that probably just comes from getting your, your mind being out of the way. So more of your energy, more of your energy can be used for things that need to be used for repair, growth, proper thinking, yada, yada. Right. And how, how long do you do, do you do the breathing each day for like 10, 20 minutes? Like, how does it work? To be honest, that's what I'm saying. That's the good part about it. Like this is one, this is a, the most powerful practice, the most powerful practice to get you into the right mind state and to heal and correct and all that stuff. I think the most Powerful if you have the prerequisites and some of the tools to do things with it and or if you're willing to walk the path and correct shit and not just do one thing, you know, but you also got to work the psychology. You also got to dig deep and understand yourself. You got to heal the body. And there's it just it's kind of like a the tip of the iceberg. You know, you scratch that shit and then you just find out like, oh, fuck, like there is so much depth to this, whether it's my own healing, my own trauma or my own growth or my own discovery and understanding of who I am and what I am, you know, my own potential. So that's just like the scratch of it. Right. But once you get, I think once you get to a certain place, like, listen, doing it every day is fucking phenomenal. That's what you should be doing. Everyone should meditate every day. That's part of the routine, you know, but I'm just saying, like, I certainly don't meditate every day. I have, you know, a busier schedule. That's not an excuse, but let's just say I don't do it. I'm going to allow for that. I, I have, a very good system of checks and balances though, right? Like the ECU of the, of the, of the body is like, yo, you're off today. You know, you're lacking energy. You need rest. You need to clear the mind. You're, you're angry. You're yada, 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 yada. You know, we're going to do it now. All right. Or like, there's no denying it there. So I know what I need to use it for sure. That's the tool that I use. Most of the time I'm, I'm at a place having practiced so much, having seen myself so much from an outside perspective, that I can, I can already sort myself out without having to sit down and meditate. Interesting. I've and already got to a better place. Not to say like I'm anything special, like I'm God or some shit, but like, no, for real, like more and more practice, more and more stress management, more and more 
you know, more and more of this stuff, then you don't have to fucking go and meditate every time some shit hits the fan. And so so this is interesting. So, you know, you've been talking about breathing, right. And breathing in terms of getting at that state in terms of, you know, shifting your mindset. But now we've been talking about meditation, which is the breathing and mindset, right. Which is two of the three components of the Wim Hof method. So how does, like, do you meditate after the breathing or is the breathing the meditation? That's cool as fuck. That's a great question. What's interesting is that if you're doing it right, you won't even notice. You won't even notice the transition to that. You'll be breathing. It may be effortful at first. You don't even know how to breathe it right way. A lot of people are focusing on breathing in their diaphragm and all this shit, right? They're, they're, it takes them out of it, right? That's why I'm like, fuck all that. Just breathe. Yeah, we'll work on that later. Don't worry about that. We'll try to correct a little bit of it, give you an idea of what you want to do. Visualize it. Other than that, just try to breathe in 100%. After a little bit of doing that shit, before you know it, you're already fucking passed out. You're already in Shavasana, man. You know, if you can let go, if you get out of your own way, if you start doing the whole, like, oh, shit, I'm going there. I'm not going to do it. Sure. You know, there's levels. One time you go here and you're like, okay, that was far enough for me. Tomorrow I'm going to go here. Uh, okay, I can go a little further, a little further, a little further until you feel comfortable enough to completely let go in your environment. And you can, you know, like letting go. I consider that pass out part one of the best parts of it, man. And I know they don't want to push that. And this is like more, you know, not really like the. I would say it's part of the goal. I use it with my clients as a regular thing to heal them. Some people come see me and take fucking naps in here. Do you believe that? They will come and pay me my, you know, my, my good rate, my, what I deserve just to get that space of peace, tranquility, reset, a nap, a shavasana. Like I say, a proper shavasana for like 30 minutes. I try to convince one of my guys. I'm like, yo, please, let me work you out a little bit first. Let me drain you. <laughs> He's like, no, bro, I swear. Listen, you don't understand. This thing gives me more than anything else you can do. I'm just happy to come here and get this one hour space. I don't have this anywhere else. I don't get this anywhere else. It still blows my mind that every time we do it, I get there. I just want to do that. Interesting. Until until I'm at the place where I just feel like I just, you know, I want to do that. A a, a couple of years ago, I had another guy that came from Chicago, this young man. He wanted to um, help his hyper, uh, hyper hydrosis, sweaty hands. I had that shit too. Funny thing, I don't even, he didn't, he didn't know that I had it, right? Um, but this dude hit, hit me up and he's like, yo, I think Wim Hoffman, they will help me with this. So I want to come live with you for X amount of time. And can I stay with you? And I just want to, I'll pay you for training every day. And all I want to do is Wim Hoffman. All I want to do is meditate with you. It's like, damn, bro, you know how much that's going to be? I'll give you a deal, obviously, but like, it's not going to be cheap, man. Like, I'm just saying, it's like, no, I'm, I've been saving up for two years. I've been watching you for two years, so I'm coming. And he came over for like about six months. He stayed with me, and we did this. We became like great friends. He's my boy, Christian Mendoza. He's in Chicago. He went back to Chicago. Shout out to him. He was dope as fuck, really cool, disciplined, dedicated cat to help himself, you know? There's these guys like that, and that's that, those are the motherfuckers that find me, you know? And they're like, yo, even knowing the method, like I haven't been able to get very far with it. Like, I want to use that shit and, like, heal myself the way you're talking about. Interesting, man. No, it's, it's really powerful. And so, so you, I, I'm just thinking, you know, in terms of practical, like, practically, you know, you'll do, uh, 
if someone's starting out and would you be like, Hey, you know, maybe you can do a little breath work each day or, or, you know, and then eventually, obviously you're at a different level, right? I'm using this for a long time. So maybe you do a little bit of breath work each day, build up on it. You know, yeah. that leads to a little bit of meditation, which is basically just in that space. Again, it's, it's hard to differentiate, right? The two. You're just going, you look, you can see yourself. If you haven't been there, it's a beautiful place, man. It's like the out of body experience. You can watch yourself taking a sleep. You melt to the floor. You're, you're in space. You're one with God in the universe. It's a very, very nice, empty. I have always been, and I will always be. It's the stuff that teaches you everything about life, you know? is when you're still not moving, you find your universe inside. There's a lot of profound shit in it, man. Like in that Shavasana, that's why they say it's the hardest pose, I imagine. It's not headstand, handstand, this split, that split, lotus, that. It's just laying on the fucking ground dead. Why would that be one of the hardest poses? Right? Because I imagine, because it's difficult to like really do it well and let go. And let go. It's it's let go, exactly. Let go, let go, let go. Let go, exactly. So yeah, I agree. Let it's go, still, and then there's let go, let go, let go. Yeah, totally. And that's wherever you feel comfortable. I certainly like you know there's stages and shit. You know. Right. Okay. And so, quick, uh, quick question about um, kind of cold showers. Do you do cold showers? Oh yeah, for the most part. So when it comes to showering, though, that cold showers are like that's like the the fountain of youth. Okay, cold exposure training, that's one thing. That's another thing. That's a that's the elixir of life, let's say, you know. But the, you know, for sure, saving your body, hair, skin, nails, improving blood circulation, improving your mindset, saving water, lowering inflammation, uh, giving you a boost of energy, helping you sleep better. Uh, making you move better, you know, what how many things could I fucking name off here? You know, saving the environment. There's so many things I can name off with cold showers, like so many things that are like just the hair, skin and nails, bro. Like I don't need to use any lotion. I don't need to use my skin heals quickly, you know, like all kinds of things, you know, that before weren't like that, you know, for sure. They're not, they're, they're improved drastically. You know, you just lessen your body's demand of stuff and you're going to let it fucking cool off, man. Here's something that most people don't know is a real thing that I found out. There's a thing called like compartment syndrome. Okay. It's like when your fascia, okay. is super fucking tight or when like your leg and particularly into your lower leg, right? The calf, the shin, that area. All right. I, I kind of suffer from that to a certain degree, right? It's when it is so tight in there, right? Or there's um, maybe the circulation not as good as well that it actually is like uh, you can't get movement and it feels fucking hot, man. Like you're like, it's going to be hot, you know? So one of the things that I noticed is that like my, for example, my mobility would be pretty poor with this, obviously, right? It's tight. It's heated. Um, it's constantly hot. I learned that, oh, hey, if I dip myself, just my legs, and the same part I was telling you that I would struggle with, into the ice bath, if I was sitting in the ice bath, do that repeatedly, right? The temperature would drop after a bit of time, you know? Not one or two times, but like after doing it a few times, it would start to drop. And more consistently, then I noticed that, oh, actually my, like my little, the temperature in that compartment was actually lower. Sensationally inside my body, I'm not overheating anymore. You know, so literally for an athlete, for someone that gets a lot of use out of their body, I'm not talking about just working out. I'm talking about like, yo, you're running, you're playing sports, you're a fighter, you're doing some things where like your body gets the work. 
All right. And so this is a super way to heal and to decompress and to, you know, like chill it out. Right. And, and so in terms of the cold shower, are you doing it like first thing in the morning for like five minutes or are you kind of doing it in the evening as you, you know, just like, what, what is Ideally, it? I, 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 I'm somewhat of like a sustainable person. So I just, I only do things as they're necessary, man. The same thing with meditation. If I don't need a shower, I'm not showering quite honestly, you know? So it's, I don't, again, it's, it's great if I could do it like that, but I'm not going to waste water just for the fuck of it. Now for a layman's person, for everyone else, it's a fucking tool, man. Absolutely. For my clients, I'm like, yo, it helps with body fat loss. It's your coffee in the morning. So yeah, for sure. You're going to work in the morning. That's the best thing, man. Go take that cold shower, then see what's up and see how good you feel. Most importantly, man, you, you've done this shit. You know how you feel. So like meditation and the breathing give you the space, ice bath, cold shower. You come out like, you know what's up. Like you're... Woo! Ready to go? No, it's true. Yeah, you're ready to go. Like ready to take on the world, right? It's, like you don't come out of a warm shower like that. You're never gonna come out of a warm shower like yeah. You know, you're gonna be like relaxed and chill. Like oh, I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna lounge out. Stuff like this. Right. And you know? so, how? Talk to me about. So I, you know, I've I've personally done cold showers, you know, for for a really long time. But I mean, how does the cold plunge? I mean, I've done some cold plunges too, and you know, for people listening, I mean, it's one thing to, let's just say 60 degrees is cold, right? A lot of people would be like, all right, dude, I'll do that for maybe a minute and I'm bugging out like 60 degrees. But what Farid has done is like absurdly like cold. We're talking like just above freezing. So basically you go in there and you, to be honest, I'm sorry to interrupt, but actually below freezing. Cause like when it's running water, it won't freeze. Like the waterfall won't freeze unless it's really bad. Right, right. So, anyways, I it. anyway, that cold, cold as yeah. fuck. Yeah, the, I was ice just, bath, the ice bath is always at um, above freezing, like okay. you said. Zero point. above freezing. Okay. Well, anyways, what I'm getting at is, you know, it is so cold, and I, I think relative to the average person, so to speak, like I, I can handle cold pretty well. But it's like once it starts getting down, it's like, all right, this is a different ball game, right? There's one thing with cold showers. There's another thing with like dipping in a freezing cold. So I guess right. my question was like, how, like how do you see that as different from cold showers? And like, is it something that you, you recommend someone who's starting out like once a week to kind of build up that cold exposure? Yeah. So that's an interesting question. I consider it like this. Your, your, um, your cold shower is like your daily regular movement you're doing, your regular training practice. All right. That's your 70, 60, 80%, 60 to 80% effort. All right. You're not doing a PR every day. You're not going for your max effort every day. All right. Right. So like sometimes. Right. And again, I like to be very much in flow when you understand your body and and or you 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 have a program for knowing how to train yourself. You're going to be like, like I said, here's these days of building up this way. Now, for example, this day I'm going to go do my PR, you know, or this day after after my hard training day, after the end of the week. You know, like this is what I do for my clients. I have it on Sundays. This is actually open to any Wim Hof method practitioners, not people that don't practice. You can come for the ice bath, but not for the whole thing. You have to know the breathing. So Sundays, I'm going to open it up again where I have people come. So Sundays is a great day. It's the rehab and healing day. This is where end of the week, right? Like you've had your weekend, you've partied, you've done whatever, you've worked out. Mondays, Mondays, bummer ass is coming up. 
So you want to go into it feeling good and energized and ready to tackle it on best, best time, man. That, you know, boosts the energy, makes you feel good, optimistic, look forward to the week. You're all, you know, perky and shit. It's, it's, I like Sundays personally, but yeah, like I use it like that, right? Regular training, heavy training right? Extremely heavy training for the nervous system, right? Extreme. Normal training for the nervous system, heavy training for the nervous system, you know? That's kind of how I would do it, right? And um, and also for like usage too, you know? Like like I say, what time? Are you, are you, are you working out? Do you have like training sessions that it would be better, better for you to do it after those sessions? Or are, you know, there are times that are, that are good for you or like, for example, even the times when you're very low on energy or you're hungover, that's a great time for it. Um, or, you know, you're fucked up in the mind, you're angry, you know, you're sad, like particular things, right? Particular things or a, you know, um, once a week is sufficient. I wouldn't do it too much to where the stimulus is pointless now, you know? Interesting. Okay. All right. Cause like every, you can't lift heavy weights every day, bro. It doesn't work that way. You've already done that. We've already done that. Right. What's the difference here? It's the same fucking shit, man. You can, you can do that. It wears off that way. All right. Then the effects are not going to be quite the same. You know, the mental effects are not going to be quite the same. That's uh, that's really, really powerful, man. I'm just, I'm just like kind of, uh, you know, th- thinking through all of this. And so you know, to kind of tie this together with your training. So, I mean, listen, you said that you, you know, I guess started in Equinox and you reached a different level of training. Were you able to, you weren't able to do one-arm pull-ups when you went to Equinox, right? I'm assuming. Uh, I don't know if I was, man. No, you you said you're into training. I guess what I'm saying is like, how has, how has the kind of this whole kind of Wim Hof method, the, the, the breathing, the meditation, the cold water immersion, how, and you've listed a bunch of benefits. How has that translated into, you know, your life in terms of what you want to achieve and the progress you've made? Number one is the mindset. The mindset I always look at it as like, I always remind myself of like, you know, that what I've done in, in Poland and what I, you know, what, what I can tolerate and what I can do. It's really, it's a really good thing to know that. And I use it as that mindset part. So every time I'm being a little bitch, uh, there's something off. I'm hopping in that motherfucker, man. That's it. It's just the bottom line. You know, it's it. That is a fucking checks and balances for me. You know, that is a reflection of where I'm at. You know, in mind space and space and everything. So, number one, that's for that. That that's the challenge of challenges. You know, do that. Um, you know, focused. I'm great. I can achieve anything. I can get back on the right path. That's number one. Number two is like when I've been severely injured, I don't use it to suppress um, inflammation like for injuries personally. I think inflammation is a good thing to help you repair. But there are some times and there are some things, right? And there are some ways to use it that, man, it like nothing else will fucking do, man. Not even cold water like in the shower. Nothing else will do, man. Like absolutely stimulus is so great in making you feel healed and good. And yeah, just healed, man. Like, I mean, healed. Like, I mean, it's so fucking good that nothing else, nothing else I can imagine has that effect. I can't imagine anything else. Like literally, even the breathing, it feels fucking great. And I do 
get very good healing with it. I've even had to like heal my joints and my body in a really deep breathing session, believe it or not, like really deep, like two, three hours. And you'll have, you know, tissue repair even. Right. But fuck that thing can be really, really dope, man. And like you coming out and being like, wow, you know, like the whole body's like just buzzing. It's alive. Where shit wasn't moving is moving. Now it's blood flow. And I'm, um, I'm um, shit, you know? And one more quick, uh, one more kind of question I, I had is just, you know, some people might be like, okay, well, it sounds pretty risky to go into a cold plunge. You know, some people, I think there's some triathletes in their like fifties will go into the water and a swim and they'll just like have a heart attack. So I yeah. guess like, are there any, uh, you know, risks to consider before going on this journey of cold water immersion there are some there there are some risks one of the things you gotta consider is there's a um there's a thing called like aftershock or after drop after drop i think it is anyway so it's like this man you stay in too long this is again that the you know the ego shit the machismo shit you know having a lot of motherfuckers that want to stay in over the time especially given that they don't have enough training right so it's like this let's say i gave you a weight right like you didn't believe you can lift all right but i believed in you and you lifted that weight, right? Now, you've never lifted this weight before, and you just don't work out much. You actually have never worked out before, really, right? But you so happen to pick this weight up. You can do it. Now you want to do it 100 fucking times, right? You want to do a deadlift that you learned today 100 fucking times that you just learned it, right? You're going to be so fucking sore. You're not going to be able to move. You know, your back, your hamstrings, everything's going to be so fucked up that you can't move. Same thing will happen there. You'll sit in there for like a lot of times the clients that'll come in, I'll limit them to like max three minutes. You know, they say two minutes, I'll do like three minutes. I'll let them have some fun and shit. Um, but, you know, they'll sit in there and like at first they're struggling, and, you know, and then you walk them through. It's like, hey, you know, get it together and they'll do it. And then they're like, wow, what the fuck? It's actually warm. And then they're just sitting there. Right. And that's the, my, by the way, very mind blowing. That's why you want to do the meditation. You get your mind right, you do your breathing right, then you're going to really trip the fuck out by how you're sitting in freezing water and there's a force field around you and you're melted with the water, you're one with it, and you're sitting there like me and you right now, even more chill than this. You couldn't fluster a motherfucker, I'm telling you. So they're sitting there and they want to push it, right? Sometimes they push it and I'm like, all right, well, let's see what happens, you know, and they come out and then for like, you know, the next... 45 minutes, few hours of the day, <laughs> you know, like this, not a few hours of the day over here. Cause we're warming up, but you're doing that shit in Poland and you push it too long. Your blood from your extremities that was cold rushes back in, right. It mixes with the warm blood of the core and it just, you get into the, to the shock. Uh, and that can, it's just uncomfortable. It's nothing crazy. You know, there's that, that's a low level. There's obviously hypothermia. If you fuck up too far, that's, I mean, listen to your body. I don't know how else like that. Your body will literally tell you like, I get the fuck out. <laughs> you know, like if you don't, if you go to hypothermia, then you're an idiot, you know, like you don't deserve to do this practice right here. You know, um, you need someone to watch over you. So stuff like that is possible, I guess. But um, for the most part, you're practicing safely. Nothing, man, really. Like just if you have fear and apprehension, though, like you're really worried about it, then you already know where your nervous system is at. 
you already are, are like this. Yeah, you may cause your own heart attack, you know? But if you literally would have stepped foot in there and just be like, yo, let me just feel it. That's it, right? If you just feel it, then this tension and shit is going to be a little bit gone and your heart's not fucking like this, you know? Like, right. All right. No, I, I think that's a really good analogy, man, with like, you know, you haven't worked out before and you're, you know, maxing out on weights. I think that's a really good analogy. And so um, I, let's let's kind of wrap up. I, I know we, we've uh, we put in some time here. So is there anything else we haven't discussed that you would like to mention? Uh, that's pretty thorough. I, I actually uh, one thing I would say is. Um, you know, like to be real, like learn the tech. This is the best technique I've ever learned. Best technique, man, by far. Like I've learned from a lot of the best people in the world, really, like in as far as movement, health, longevity, all that stuff, you know. And this is, I think, like, wow, the most powerful, coolest thing you can learn. So I recommend anyone just learn it properly, learn it deeply, get familiar with it, give it a chance. Um and yeah, and reach out. There's a the instructors, man. This community, let me tell you something. For the most part, there's some fucking cool, badass motherfuckers here. They're either cool and or badass. All right. Like I mean, there's a fucking Navy SEAL. There's all kinds of instructors to fit any walk of life. All right. And um, so you know, it it you may have seen a YouTube video, you may have gone to a workshop, but I'm, I know from my experience personally, and that's what they say too, right? Even the Inner Fire and Wim Hof will tell you like those large things, those large gatherings or the YouTube videos are there to familiarize yourself and to get you open to it. Right. But then really the learning and the deep practice comes in from learning from like one of us, some of the people that are good, unless you really do get it, you know, but to deepen the practice, you just, once you learn how to do it, I've, I've seen it time and time and time and time again, where like learning the practice is different um, you know, than what most people have done. So it's like, you know, like anything else, you can either do a, you can do a lunge a thousand different fucking ways, man. What, 980 of them are not the same. Like five of them may be good for you. 10 of them may fuck you up. Right. You know what I mean? So what are you going to do? That's which one are you doing? That's helpful for you. Do you know how to organize, coordinate, and use this technique and your body for what we want? Learn how to do that then you can fuck off on your own and you're powerful, you know, like seriously, you can practice on your own. Then that's all it takes, but learn how to just like anything else. You know how it is, man. Personal training, right? We teach people how to move well, right? You said form follows function. That's right. So good form, good technique, drive the car, right? Okay. Be a good driver of the vehicle, know how to steer the vehicle. Nice, man. No, I, dude, I really appreciate this. And, and how can people follow you or learn more about you? So there, the Instagram is E underscore motion underscore training. Then my, uh, my, the name of my company is E dash motion training like, or E hyphen uh, motion. It's energy and motion and emotion behind training because those two things are uh, you know, go hand in hand with your training. You need that to excel. That's why the Wim Hof method, by the way, and this mindset stuff, because emotional intelligence, emotion, feeling, understanding, and actual connection to what you're doing, aka intention, purpose, right? Those things will give you results. 
right? Not just lifting the fucking dumbbell. If you're lifting the dumbbell for the aesthetics, you got the aesthetics. That, that was your goal. You got it. You're damn right. You got it. If you're trying to do it for a performance or for something else, you better change the fucking workout. Right. No, no, I, I really appreciate it. So by the way, for everyone listening, you know, we're going to have links on the article, um, you know, to, to your, to your stuff as well. So you can go there and, uh, and, and Fareed, man, I, I appreciate this, man. It was, uh, it was, it was definitely an interesting conversation. That was a pleasure. You're a great, you're a great interview podcast host. I don't know what you would call Thanks, it. But no, I, 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 I appreciate that, man. And so, uh, you know, we're in, the, I'm in LA, man. I might have to hit you up at, at some point. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You got to come by and check this out. I got I to gotta put you on the wall of fame. You got to get your Polaroid up there with the thousands of others. Nice, man. So, sounds like a plan. Enjoy the rest of the day, man. Thanks, brother. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.